Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is episode 56 with Tara Are you looking for business school without the BS? Maybe you want to learn leadership from the very best. Learn how to hire, inspire, or fire. Or maybe you want to start or grow your business. Why not check out thrive15.com forward slash nomads. Trainings are broken up into 15-minute episodes that are guaranteed to make you learn in a practical way. You can learn from world-class mentors like Lee Cockrell, David Robinson, and Michael Levine. Check it out. www.thrive15.com forward slash nomads. Or you could just enter thrive15.com and enter the promo code nomads. And you should have 30 days of free access of inspired world-class training for a tenth of the cost of business school. www.thrive15.com forward slash Nomads. Welcome to the As Told by Nomads podcast, where you'll learn how nomads, third culture kids, entrepreneurs, and leaders all over the world embrace their global identity and use their difference to make a difference. And now, having lived on four different continents, here's your host, Tyo Roxas. Welcome, everybody. Today I have with me Tara Byrne. <laughs> She's the CEO of Under 30 Changemakers. And Under 30 Changemakers is an online and offline community for social entrepreneurs, activists, coders, and nomads. Yes, as told by nomads, is interviewing a community for nomads. They are defined by their diversity because no member is purely singular in their identity. Welcome to the show, Tara. Hi, I'm happy to be here. So... So Tara, why did you start Under 30 Changemakers and what is your story? I started Under 30 Changemakers for the purpose of providing emotional and mental support for social entrepreneurs. At the time that I started it, I had just been kicked out of my house for the third time um, out of my mom and stepfather's house. I had, And so I was living at my dad's part-time and then also living in New York City with some friends. And I was really feeling the need for a tribe at that point. I, I knew that social entrepreneurship, after 
after toiling on different startups and in the tech world and in um, in coding and all of that, I realized that the missing piece was a social good element. And so I knew that I wanted to do something about social entrepreneurship because the difference between social entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs is that they feel a pain, whereas just entrepreneurs feel a problem. And I knew that social entrepreneurs really experienced that pain growing up. And I wanted to create a space where people could feel accepted and then also feel safe. So I knew that I wanted to create a group that reflected a certain age group because people can only really relate to a certain degree on an age group. So we, I started on 13 to 30, which hence the under 30 change makers. Right. And I wanted to create a group that really showed diversity and with that a strength that you couldn't find elsewhere because of that because of those differences. I wanted to create a space where because people were different, they were celebrated and not just, you know, swept under the rug, oh, we'll kind of look away and we'll pretend that that's not there. I really wanted to create a space where people um, could be their other self, the self that's rarely seen, and for other people to really understand that and get them, because that's not what I had growing up. <laughs> All right, no, so no, it's interesting that you said that to me, because um, so you, you had this, this strife and this, this, you got kicked out and you wanted to create a tribe, and then you started this online and offline community for people 13 to 30 um and that's you know that covers the millennial generation as well as the generation z is there anything that you've noticed as you started to create this communities because lots of people i've seen in the facebook group always talk about things that are you know certain pain points they have but is there any theme that you've noticed across all uh age groups in the in the different parts of the world that you feel like your organization is capturing we're we're in a, we're in a very interesting age group because people are learning how to become themselves, mm -hmm. and we support in that growth a lot with the stage in um, moving away from your parents and moving into adulthood. Uh, there's um, there's this new thing called um, the next um, childhood, going into your twenties, where you're really figuring out who you are, and you don't really become adult and, until you're in your thirties. So we provide a space where people can um, talk about, and also one-on-one -on -one and in peer support group, talk about their parents. Um, that comes up a lot. And then also the limiting beliefs that they have with their parents. And I feel like that across the board is felt uh, because I think everyone comes to, comes from some sort of messed up family. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, everyone has something. Uh, there's this quote in Great Expectations saying, every parent will damage their child. It uh, doesn't matter what you do. And people are becoming aware of that at this stage in their life. And they're also learning how to deal with themselves with knowing what they, who they are now and learning more about themselves and learning how to adjust with their limitations and their strengths and their weaknesses. Um, so I, I'd say that is a big pain point. Um, I think growing up is painful. And... <laughs> I mean, it doesn't always have to be, but at certain points, it can be painful. You're think, right, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's definitely felt in the, in this age group, and um, especially with social entrepreneurs who are not only coming to terms with um, like what they love and what they want to do and how to make money off of it, mm -hmm. but also um, 
where they came from and who their family is and how they can um, support them. And <laughs> I actually get that a lot. I want to um, create this business so I can support my family. Mm-hmm. But that's very typical of a change maker. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's so interesting because you, see, you know, a lot of the change makers. You're, you're right. They, it's a personal experience they've had, and then you know they and they make it you know a lot bigger than it is by you know trying to reach more people because they know that if I've experienced this, someone else obviously does experience this, and I want to reach out to this, uh, these people and make an impact in their lives. Uh, and you know, some people might have visited a country and seen something that really impacted them, and said. I'm going to reach out to people like this all over and make sure there's more awareness for that. And it could be something, you know, that they experienced and they said, I don't want anybody else to experience this ever again. So I'm going to make sure um, I have a resource for people who might be going through this and ways we can prevent that. So, um, yeah, I, I think millennials like us and, and have uh, at an interesting time where we have the ability to raise awareness, but uh, we're also trying to find ourselves at the same time. And, uh, it's interesting when you you mix internet media and millennials together because it can either be good or bad. Um, but um, no, I, I I just I I think when you say the next generation of social innovation, like what you're doing, I'm I'm very curious to see the type of um, content that you curate and the type of people that you actually breed. Are you hoping to have like an incubator type of thing? Yes, I am. Those are the plans for the next year in under 30. We're looking to have a, a formalized incubator. I think we've been incubating different businesses for the, for the past two years that we've been open. Uh, people have a ton of great ideas. Um, everyone's at a different stage in, in where they're at because they're in anywhere between 13 to 30. But for the people who are committed to a vision, um, we seek to kind of foster that with different mentors and with our partners, um, helping them along in that vision and come to an actual organization, a social organization. Um, And we've been very successful in that. Uh, And I'd like to hopefully fund them. We haven't been at a point where we could do that yet, but in the next year I hope to be at a point where we can give out seed money to those organizations because we have some very worthy causes in under 30 who I believe definitely deserve the funding because they go years and years just pretty much servant work um, toiling for these different ideas and do, and creating a really positive impact on the world and then not getting paid for it. And I feel like that's really a huge downfall and all we can do right now is connect them with the funders. But we, we really want to do more than that. Okay. Now, if I was to ask you a, pers- a personal question about your personal changes like what do you what what's more what's something that's really personal to you that you really want to change in the world what do you feel it's the biggest world problem right now what would you say the biggest world problem oh man there's so many of them uh i mean i think the one that i really address myself is loneliness uh that was the one that we started with with under 30 in in starting it um it, that was our biggest issue that we were addressing Um, was loneliness among social entrepreneurs and people who were, you know, working day in and day out without having people who understood them around. Um, But I don't know if that would be the biggest world problem. I would say a lack of um, empathy would be one. Maybe a indifference toward toward issues um, is a really big problem for me that I see. Uh, People are aware of things, and they also 
they don't always care. I feel like when we look at an application coming in for under 30, we look at the level of care that goes into it, and that's how we decide if this is a change maker or not. We look for the people who give. Am I allowed to curse on this on this podcast? You can say exactly whatever you want. <laughs> we look for people who give lots of fucks about themselves and about the world around them. That is the person that we look for in our community, and we look to combat that that indifference in the world because that's definitely not going to change anything. Yeah, no, I, I think um, empathy is really something that's really that needs to be fostered a lot more. Uh, it just there's so much that can happen if you actually empathize by you know because you actually can see where another person is coming from. And it helps you um, get away from a one-track mind, uh, if you will. Um, I see that a lot when I'm interacting with people when I travel. And it's always interesting when someone sees it from the other side. And they're like, oh, I didn't realize that. Um, but they never realize the impact of the words they say without actually empathizing. So I certainly agree with you on that. Now, the other thing that I, I love about uh, under-30 changemakers is the storytellers you have. Mm-hmm. You have a lot. Lots of storytellers. Yeah. You have a lot of them. And... I'm curious to hear your thoughts about what you, uh, the power you think stories have. Oh man, so much, so much power. Uh, going into, I guess, my background, I came from a strictly marketing background before I um, went into start things and do do the like entrepreneurial track life. Um, and so, storytelling was like my first love, I guess. So, I am attracted to storytellers, especially very good ones. Um, and we have people who are very good at storytelling their personal brands and who they are, not not in a salesy way, but in what they love and what they believe in and what they're passionate about. Um, and it's kind of rare, but it's a skill that's being caught on to. And I think that is really what's going to change the world is the fact that we can tell good stories. I, I often wonder, like, what makes humans different from other animals and I think it's the fact that we can tell amazing stories and it's really what drives everything it's what drives you know people to care and 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 if we're going to be a community about caring we definitely need to be really good storytellers in doing so um so that's I think that's really why we have a lot of storytelling going on no, it's good. I mean, I look at all the, the outlets for millennials, like, you know, you've got Elite Daily, and you've got Upworthy, you've got a bunch of other, all these Vice, all these uh, media companies, and it, the thing that people love to resonate with is is either it's very shareable, or it's something mm-hmm. that they relate to. Um, and with Vice, for example, it might be a story that, uh, from a perspective that no one really thought, you know, where they let the audience actually form their own opinions. Um you know, something thought-provoking. And I'm always curious about that. I know that's that's one of the ways we connect because we're always looking for those stories that people are not actually reaching out to. Um, for example, I, I know you, you like reaching out to... We like highlighting some of the stories in underfunded uh, countries or underfunded areas because you feel like they need to get a voice. Why is that so important to you? Oh, personally... That's really important to me. Um, just recently talking to changemakers, I've realized that we have a really strong international community and we have a lot of changemakers that come from underfunded and um, developing countries. And we, I, I really realized with them that they have a passion that is uh, totally different from 
the passion that I see in the U.S. because they experience um, something totally different than what we experience in a first world country. And the type of commitment that they have is so inspiring to me. I, I think the level of perseverance as well is really inspiring. So I feel like it is my responsibility to get those voices heard. I mean, I, I might not be able to fund them yet. I might not be able to, um, to like help push everything forward, but I can, what, the one thing that I can do is connect them. And so I try to do that as best as possible with the media outlets that we have to actually have those stories spread and be heard. Um, one of these stories was, Tayo, you know about this one, uh, the Hacks and Backcat campaign. Mm -hmm. um, we, so I connected that story with a few media outlets, and that was picked up a bit. And it's, it's the first, um, so I, I guess a little background on the Hacks and Back campaign. It spread across, um, so it was pretty much a media drop, an, an air balloon drop within North Korea. And... They had the interview in the package, as well as other movies that could move people in North Korea. Um, they were North Korean dubbed, and so people could watch them and be, um, and then have experience with something other than what they had grown up experiencing in um, a North Korean regime. And so that really resonated with me because I, I have so much freedom here. I don't see a reason why I can't spread that to other countries. And I, I feel responsible, like, having that freedom it is my responsibility to be able to spread that. Nice, nice. So, a UID, right? We, we like, we're focusing on building the next set of global leaders. What does it mean for you to be a global leader in today's world? I would say a global leader is someone who not only makes a change in the there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The world, but first makes a change in their world. Hmm. Uh, a global leader knows that the impact in one space will affect another space. They're more, um, they're more globally minded in that they, they may be traveling but they also know that they don't have to travel to make an impact in where they are. Um, although we do, we do have a lot of nomadic change makers. Yeah. They, they start where they are with right. what they have, mm -hmm. with what, you know, little they have or what, you know, what's around them, what the resources they have available to them. They start in little ways, you know, with a smile or with kindness or with 
small acts and then it builds and they start to build momentum on that when they start to bring people into their circles who start to believe in their vision and start to understand what those pain points are. And I think that's what a global leader really is, is someone who, I would say, creates more leaders, creates an inspiration where people can look to them and say, hey, I want to be doing that. And yeah, I think I really do think that that's what a global leader is. It doesn't have to be someone who's traveling. I, I really do think that it can be someone who's anywhere in the world who understands that their impact in one space affects another and affects another. And love, can love have it. faith in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So a global leader is able to create enough of an influence that it sparks other leaders to do just that in their community, ultimately creating a global impact. Yes. Love that. There you go. That's great. So, <laughs> um, so from global leaders, now you have people that obviously want to make an impact. But you, you, your background is entrepreneurship marketing. What tips do you have for you know people between thirteen and, and thirty who are looking to get the word out there? and create platforms for themselves and their organizations, but maybe they feel like they don't have resources, but what would you tell them? I mean, what are the go-to resources for Tara? Uh, Facebook is my go-to resource for everything. I I would say share your own experiences with learning um, as much as possible because that really helps others. I think um, being a leader is also being a teacher, and you have to be willing to share what you know um, in any way, and blogging, and um, in any kind of medium, because there are so many outlets right now available to you for free to just pick up and start writing, start, you know, put it, put on a Skype call and record yourself or um, anything. Just start sharing what you know, and I think what will follow is people will start to listen and pick up on it. Um, especially on social media, oh man, we, we have change makers who I, I really look up to and that they just like are so vulnerable in what they share Yeah. and what their experiences have been. And it's not always pretty. I'll tell you, like, <laughs> it's like, I think the most touching and inspirational ones are where people say, Hey, I hit rock bottom. Like, and it's now, <laughs> it, it's not like, it's not like a few a few months a few months ago. It's like I am talking about now, and this is what I'm experiencing, and that can be so powerful for for people to connect to, and for people to relate to. And um, yeah, I would say that those are really the tips. I would say like start small with with what you have and where you are. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to like start a business right away. You can try things out and see what works. But um, but definitely start. <laughs> that would be my advice. Just start something. I absolutely love it. I mean, I'm, all this we I did the same thing. It was it was through social media, through Twitter. Facebook is yours. Twitter is my favorite. And then um, I was able to curate a bunch of people, like like minded people. And then um, you know, I got my first few guests for the podcast. And then I started blogging. And you know, that, that the rest they say as they say is history. But mm-hmm. it was like you said, I I was vulnerable. That was the first of my first few episodes. I just told my story, and then um, I was surprised by how many people related to that. Um, it was a little scary initially, but you know, you put yourself out there, your passion shows. But um, it's like you said, just start. One of um, the people I've interviewed likes to say, "You leap before you see the net," and you should be yes. able to, yeah, just do that, and then you never know what can happen. Um, so, just having that mindset is great. But 
I mean, this podcast isn't just about change makers. It's also about you. So this next series of questions are going to be rapid fire questions about Tyra Burns. Awesome. Awesome. Go for it. <laughs> Who is Tyra's biggest inspiration? And if you have more, you can say that. Oh. Seth Godin, Seth Godin, by Seth far. Godin. Oh, Godin. man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's by far my biggest inspiration. Um, Not even I, close. Not even close. Is that Seth Godin is the first one? Oh, yeah. He's definitely the first one. Yeah, he's one of the, one of the people I, that comes to me every morning, uh, 6 a.m., so in my inbox. Uh, but, yeah, I, I love Seth Godin as well. Favorite uh, type of music? Oh, I really like uh, dubstep. <laughs> I you like to, dubstep? Oh, oh man, you like dubstep? I, I I don't I don't think I like the dubstep you think I like. I like um, I was just listening to uh, Sound Remedies remix of Hanging On, oh. and I like uh, chill dubstep, but it's not chill step. It's uh, <laughs> it's like if anyone listens to Suicide Sheep, that's what I like. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, dubstep. Um, favorite type of food? Indian food. Indian food, okay. If um, you had to pick, uh, if you had to eat lunch with five people in the world, who would they be? Oh, that's such a good question. <laughs> uh, Seth Godin would be, <laughs> be there, definitely. Uh, without saying, I'm pretty without sure. Saying. <laughs> uh, um, who else? Oh, man, there's so many people that I really love. Um, Ashley Ambers from uh, the Middle Finger Project, because I think it would be really hilarious to have her there, yeah. like, cursing with Seth Godin right there. <laughs> um, she would just, she's so sassy. I love her. Um, who else? Uh, let's see. Um, AJ Leon, because he's a huge Seth Godin fan, and I don't think he's met him before, and I'd like them to connect. Um, it would be, who else? Um, Amber Ray because she she knows Seth Godin and I think they would just and she would probably connect with Ashley really well so I'd want her to be there to connect with her and um, who who would be the final person Elon Musk because I'm oh. I, he would just he would just be amazing to yeah. have at a table <laughs> well if, if I'm gathering from what you said about three of them are connected to Seth Godin because he's that inspirational to you. And then you're such a selfless person that you want them to meet Seth Godin, so you want them to come <laughs> over there. And then um, you got Elon Musk is amazing, and so, I mean, I don't even. You've got those two in there. I think it'd be I, great. I can't even imagine. Okay, so I, that's I, also what I was thinking. Seth Godin and Elon Musk, they could like create amazing brain children together. Uh, yeah, it would just be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I can you imagine the amount of businesses that could come about from just oh, that conversation. Yeah. Oh, and also like his storytelling superpower with Elon Musk's risk taking and uh, just ah, oh, he's just such a, an amazing entrepreneur and just his commitment to making the world a better place yeah. with with Seth I think could transform the world. Got yes. It. That's yeah. that's exactly what the table would be. I, I would just be like matchmaking the entire time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. All right. So, I mean, um, uh, favorite country or country you would like to go to if you haven't gone to it? Nepal. Nepal. Yes. I've always wanted to go to Nepal. I've wanted to live there for uh, a year or so. And um, I, yeah, <laughs> it's okay. uh, right. always been on my number one list. All right. Nepal, what's the one thing about you that many people are surprised, will be surprised to find out? Uh, surprise! <laughs> I'm a really transparent person. Um, I uh, I have 
dysautonomia. I, I like I say that a lot, but um, it always surprises people. I um, I only work like three days out of the week. Ah, uh, three days out of the week. Okay, mm-hmm. so he, he work three days out of the week. That always surprises people. Well, that's actually surprising because I'm surprised now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yes, that that works. That works. So three days out of the week. All right, all right. Okay. Well, I think yeah, I think this is good. If I think of something, I'll, I'll ask you offline because I, I don't want to get. You know, all your, all your... no, no, no. You, we can get personal. You want to get personal? I'm totally fine with that. Okay, okay. The last question would be, what is your guilty pleasure? Oh, uh, guilty pleasure. I sometimes think I'm a sugar addict, so I bake and I make a lot of chocolate cake. So that would be my guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah, um, I am the same way, and I often have hiding places where I just hide gummy worms. Or Haribo's are my worst. So I just try to hide them everywhere and like I make sure and I lock the door so I don't do that for like two days. <laughs> it never really works, but I sometimes it does. So Gummies are the worst thing you could be eating. <laughs> they definitely are. But um okay, so <laughs> before we wrap up, I, I want to give you the chance to talk about where we can find under thirty change makers and talk about the summit that you've got going on. You've got an exciting <laughs> summit that's happening yeah. in the summer. So yeah. Yeah, um, you can find Under 30 Changemakers at under30changemakers.com, and you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash u30change. And yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> that's it. And the summit, what's going to happen? What's the summit like? What's? Oh my goodness, the summit. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's definitely not your typical summit um, and or conference, or I would, I would actually just get any preconceptions of what your normal event would look like and just toss it out the door because we are misfits and we do not do things by the rule book at all. <laughs> so this is a summit specifically for people to connect on a very deep level. Like I'm talking best friend material level. Uh, we, we curated this specifically for people to share themselves in a very vulnerable way and a way that, that would scare people. Um, that would really push them to the edge of what they're comfortable with Mm -hmm. and then do that with other people that would support them Um, because that's really what has been U30 from the beginning uh, is where people can be pushed to the edge and then people can be there for them. Um, So we really want people to know that they are loved and that they are cared about and that is exactly what we're doing (laughs) in in uh, in this workshop. So... Besides that, we have uh, we've structured it so we have output days in the morning uh-huh. uh, or output periods. So that means that the first day, um, they're really two full days. Um, so although it's a four-day event, we're, we're going to be having people come in and out during those like buffer days. But, so the first day is going to be people coming in where we'll, we'll have um, programming, which is going to be a welcome dinner. But the real main, main day is the second day where we're going to have something called Changemaker University, which I am so excited about. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, um, so we have about 50 partners, and most of those people are in alternative education, alternative higher education from all over the world. And these are really inspiring programs that put people through education that they wouldn't otherwise have. So, like, it talks about... Um, uh, Big Data is a, is a program that we're going to be having um, as a Big Data Fellowship. And um, we also work with fellowship programs that teach social entrepreneurship. Um, we work with uh, schools that teach nonviolent communication. Just very, 
you know, non-traditional uh, education and all in one place. Gotcha. Um, so yeah. every, everything that you really wouldn't be able to learn about in, in any, really any other situation will be there. And I'm, I'm so excited about it because I've gotten to um, experience a lot of these curriculums firsthand. I'm very fortunate to. And that's going to be a morning where people can kind of have a university experience where we have a lot of dropouts and a lot of people <laughs> who took the alternative education path. So that's going to be an opportunity for them to um, learn collectively. And so that's going to be our first full day. And then after that, in, in the afternoons, we have uh, rapid bonding workshops, which means we're pushing people to the edge of their comfort zone on every level. <laughs> so we, I've, I've been prototyping a lot of these workshops in the co-working space I'm in right now. Um, we've been working on a clown workshop. <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, which is pretty much like how to find your funny self or find your inner clown. Um, we're working on a show your guts workshop, which is pretty much looking deep into what your inner truths are that you don't normally reveal about yourself, and then to collectively share that with a group. Um, that one's going to be really intense <laughs> and very. It's actually really, really fun. It was. Um, I got to. I had the experience to have that workshop done for me. Um, a few years ago, and it really changed my life. Yeah, well. And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and the second day is going to be a design thinking hackathon um, or a design thinking workshop where we will be focusing on a real world, real world issue, a local issue, and that's very typical in San Francisco. The homeless uh, issue within that area is very strong, probably the strongest I've ever seen anywhere. And uh, we're going to be having facilitators walk people through how to um, how to design a solution to that problem. Oh, and wow. it's a very unique experience, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, so you're basically giving people a home to make friends and to make a difference. Or, or wait, 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 wait. You're using your difference to make a difference. Yes. What? <laughs> uh, so where, what, what date is it? Where is it? How where and how much is it? Yes, so right now it is only thirty dollars if you get it in April, and uh, we we took down the price just because it is such a different type of event, um, so so different than anything anyone has really experienced before. So we wanted to reflect that in the pricing, um, and then also we have people traveling from all over the world. So it's on August sixth to ninth of of twenty fifteen. So this year. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're almost a hundred days away. So if um, if anyone would like to get involved, you can also um, email me or message me. Um, and yeah, we we still need volunteers for the event as well. So Great. if anyone's interested, all right. Your email address is Tara T A R A dot E L L E N dot B Y R N E at gmail dot com. Okay. Okay. And uh, the website where they can go to to buy the tickets would be. I so I can put in the Bitly link. Um, oh, okay. Gotcha. I'll put the Bitly link in the show notes and make sure everybody has the access to that. And then, um, hey, we'll get more people to your conference and make sure you guys create monsters 
good. Monsters for good. <laughs> I would say misfits for good. Misfits yeah. for good. Sorry, my misfits mistake. For misfits good. for good. <laughs> <laughs> misfits for good. All right. No, this has been great. Thank you so much for spending time with me and uh, sharing your story and talking about under thirty changemakers. No problem. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to use your difference to make a difference, as well as for show notes, head over to www.uidmag.com. Till next time, go out and make an impact in your world. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.